I won't be wrong. I won't be insulted. I won't be laid a hand upon. I don't do these things to other men. I won't have it done to me. Let's delve into that just a little bit. All right, folks. Those were the words of the almighty, ever-immortal, one of my personal heroes, my all-time mentor, John Wayne, from the movie The Shootist, his last movie he ever did. And I think one of the movies that you could probably learn the most from, if you're ever in doubt of what to do, your kids come to you with a, with a problem that you just don't know how to say it. You don't know how to explain it to them, or you're coming to an impasse. I very much encourage you to sit down, pull up The Shootist, and watch it. Just you and your, you and your kid. Just sit down there on the couch. Don't say a word to each other. Don't play on your phones. And just sit down and watch The Shootist or McClintock or The Sons of Katie Elder and 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 get this stuff. And what I'm getting at is for, for me, I have a tendency to gravitate. My niche is towards the old Western stuff. That's what I like. I like old Irish stuff and I like, I love old West, the old West, the cowboys, pioneer days, that kind of stuff. It just intrigues me. You know, I'll sit and watch Harry Potter for a while, but I'll turn Harry Potter off in a minute for a good Western, some Jimmy Stewart and all that. And it came to me, and something came to me today. Well, I was, uh, Declan had a friend over this weekend, Kobe, and Kobe's a very good kid. I love Kobe, and he's a very special kid to me. And we were, you know, I was taking him home, and it's a pretty good little drive. He lives up in Fort Smith, and we were talking about some stuff, you know, about one of my old podcast episodes, and he thought it was funny where I mentioned that I don't cry, or don't tell anybody that I cry, rather. You know, and then he starts talking about some old school stuff, pointing out some things and, and like that. And it occurred to me, just as I was reaching for my radio, because the, ra- the radio in the truck is usually set to a, a more modern country station. That's what Grammy likes to listen to, you know, Bobby Bones and all that. And I like to listen to the older stuff. And I was, and what popped into my head, and I don't know why it did, is maybe that's part of the problem today, is that we're listening to more Garth Brooks and Luke Bryan and that kind of stuff, and we're not listening to enough Chris Ledoux talking about the old cowboy ways. Cowboys had a had a code. There was what was called the Code of the West, and it was an unwritten code. You always fought first and foremost. You always followed the law, whatever the law of the land was. You didn't have to like it, but you followed it. Regardless of what the the movies and and a lot of the parodies are stuff today, they were pretty much law-abiding citizens because they knew they had to have a law. That's what they wanted. They wanted to have a law. They wanted to have rules to live by. The thing is, they wanted to be able to form their rules. But there was also an unwritten set of rules called the Code, the Code of the West. And no matter what your job was, no matter where you went, it was a universal code. And we're we're kind of missing it. We're not bringing our kids up with codes. We're bring, we're teaching them how to get around the codes. And there was all kinds of codes. And you hear them on, on the old Western movies, the, the codes, you know, like John Wayne said, I won't be wrong. You don't steal a man's horse. You don't try on another man's hat. Things like that. You know, when you pass a man on the trail, you don't turn around and look at him. It shows you don't trust him. You know, and cool little things like you don't, you, you always drink your whiskey and your beer in your gun hand. You always drink your whiskey in your gun hand. It shows that you have no intentions of shooting somebody. It shows that your intentions are purely, purely social. You know, and then there's, there's just general rules. You don't take your guns to the table. You hang your hat up when you come in the house. You don't wear your hat to the table. There's, there's all kinds, but one of the biggest ones, the, 
biggest one that outlines your character all the way down, and it's and it's in the movies, and it's still followed today. It's called Riding for the Brand, and we're not teaching our kids what that means. And just to let you know what that means, I had to write it down, folks, because it's hard to express if you if you have to tell people, but you teach them in these lessons. Your brand, a brand is a moniker. Even today, we still carry it through today. And it's it's kind of funny. People don't like being old school and they don't like old stuff. But most of, you, most of your success today revolves around marketing and your brand. Where do you think that's, that came from? That's just an aside. But it's your, it's your moniker. It's your thing. It's something that you have built that you call your own. And when you ride for a brand, what that means is that you are willingly giving yourself to something that somebody's heart and soul is into. For the cowboys, it was for the ranchers or the farmers or even for their cities. Old sheriffs, the old sheriffs, they rode for the brand. The brand was their star, the star of the city. And th- and that's what that meant. And that came with an obligation. When they said ride for the brand, that was shorthand for saying, here is a whole list of obligations that you are going to do willingly. Do you still want to do it? Because riding for the brand is also a voluntary act. When somebody's in servitude, they don't have a loyalty. They don't have a choice. Riding for the brand, first and foremost, means you are voluntarily supporting something. You are willing to give of yourself. I'm going to ride for you. I'm going to watch your cattle. I'm going to watch your horses. In today's world, I'm going to ride for the brand. I'm going to work for the brand. I am going to support McDonald's. I'm going to go to work for McDonald's and I'm going to do what it takes to put McDonald's in a good light. Ford Motor Company, Harley Davidson, IBM, whatever company you have, riding for the brand, when you say, when you sign on, it's it's a moral obligation. You're not even getting into the pay. But when you when you walk up to somebody and say, I want to talk about riding for your brand, that's what that means. It's a deep, deep meaning, and we're teaching kids today to shortcut it, to go right for what's in it for me. Where's the paycheck? And that that attitude filters all the way down. It filters down to our religion. I'm not going to church because there's nothing in it for me. I'm not going to church because I don't see it, or I'm not willing to be the young guy. People don't want to join fraternities. They don't want to, I'm the fire chief in town. People don't want to be in the fire department as the new guy. People want to come in. And they want to be the guy with the pack on the back, the halogen bar, and the nozzle. And it doesn't, you, that's not riding for the brand. That's riding for yourself. Making yourself good, whether it's for ego, for money, for making it, even making it easy on yourself. Some people call it laziness. It's not so much lazy. It's making it easy on yourself. You don't want to have to put forth that effort. Writing for the brand means that you are going to put your soul into this and you're going to do what is asked. And then there's that negotiation. Do you want to be the, the bottle washer? You know, everybody wants to be wants to be a cop so that they can join the SWAT team. Nobody wants to be a cop so that they can be a meter maid. But I'll bet you there's more meter maids out there than there are SWAT officers. I can tell you on a fire scene, there's more hose rollers. There's more people walking around keeping track of equipment than there are people standing there with the nozzle in their hand looking good with the cowboys. There's more guys There's more guys out there just sitting on the horse being bored than there are guys swinging that rope around looking cool. Willingness to ride for the brand means you are going to do exactly that. 
when the boss says, I'm going to hire you, that's what you're going to do. And it works both ways. To, to get into what we always do on this show, we always flip it. To flip it, because you are building your own brand in life. Our kids, we need to teach them to build that brand in life. And your brand is nowadays translated into a resume or a CV. That is your brand with your mission statement and all that. And it outlines, and people can look at that and they can tell. And they know. They know what they're getting. Are you here for the brand or are you here for you? They don't just look at... It's, it's one thing, different occupations. They, we, we like to tell our kids some cookie cutter advice. And we tell our kids things like, you don't want to have too many jobs. You don't want to have too many jobs in a short period of time. And that's not always accurate. I can tell you as a truck driver, it is not uncommon at all to look at a a truck driver's uh, resume job application and see he may have had 10 jobs in the past five years. So you don't look at it like that. You look at the brands he was riding with. And you, and you can tell a truck driver by the brands he was riding with, and then you can tell his metal by how long he was with them and what he did. And this is all over the internet, so I'm not going to drop names of companies, but I've seen some damn good drivers. I've had some damn good drivers that have worked for a bunch of different companies, but they were startup companies. They were companies that they were one out of a million, you know, where you're just a driver number. And so you have to look at the brands that they're with, and you have to build your own. If somebody, if taking the truck driver thing, if a truck driver comes to me and he's got zero accidents in a million miles with 15 different companies and they're all these major mega carriers, I know exactly what's going on. And that guy, I want him. I'm going to pay what it takes to get him because he's he's good. He obviously does the miles. He knows how you don't get that many miles with no accidents by being stupid or young or, you know, overly courageous. And the guy's willing to roll. That doesn't happen with a lot of brands. So what, what I'm getting at is you build your brand. Guys like that build their brand and they know what is coming. When they go and they present to you and you have to know where they've been and you have to look at their metal. And what comes out of that, the discussion that, that you can't avoid, the elephant in the room is how do you build your brand? And how do you know what brand to go to? I'm going to give you a secret. You go in life where where you're pushed. And where you're pushed is by your core values. And what that, what core values are, those are your guideposts in life. Your core value is your basic dictionary, your basic roadmap. When you come to point A, where are you going to go? How are you going to get there? And those core values automatically determine that. They're automatic uh, setups. If your core value is when you get angry, you fight. It's not a very good core value, is it? In the Navy, we have core values like honor, courage, and commitment. The Marine Corps has them too. Army and Air Force have similar core values. They're, they're named different. But the military, we, we develop core values because no matter where you're at in life, where you're at in your military career, or even where you're at in a setting, those three guideposts, if you operate in accordance with those three things, you will always have the, the brand. You will always have the Navy or the Marine Corps in mind, and you will always do the right thing. Maybe not the right way, but you will do the right thing, and we can adjust around you. But if you don't have core values, it's a crapshoot. And when you have those core values, what that means is that you're going to seek other things that match to those core values and you'll know in cowboy days you roll up to a ranch with fallen down barns and half starved horses if your core values are to always take care of your horse 
you will walk away. You won't even enter into a discussion. Nope, don't want to be here. The same thing happens with with jobs, careers, and with people. Your kids will gravitate towards people if you instill in them to build their brand. First they write, you teach them when they're young, ride for your brand, your family. This is what your family represents. This is what we do. Now, these are your core values. And then you'll have to let them loose in the world. And you'll find they'll gravitate, maybe not immediately, but they will gravitate towards those guiding principles. They will ride for the brand. And you will see your brand duplicated and triplicated as far down the line as you can see. So keep that in mind, kiddos. What we want to do, we want to develop these these codes. I love the code of the West. <laughs> it breaks it down in a in a barbaric way. Some people, their niche is Harry Potter. Harry Potter has a code to it. Everybody in there, the witches, the wizards, you will do this, you won't do that. Star Trek, the Trekkies, even people in soap operas. Grammy loves to watch her soap operas. And there's a trend and you can tell what people are doing and where they're going and how things are going to end up because you see their code. You know that you know what their code is. You know what their brand is. You know what they're writing for. So keep keep that in mind and go out there and raise raise some good good adults. Give us some good cowboys. All right. Okay, everybody. I want you to bow your heads and pray. And that is a very important thing to get your for your core values. Center yourself and think about it. What am I teaching them? What am I holding them accountable for? And it's not about feelings. It's about self-discipline. All right. Peace out, folks.